0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Freedom Talks podcast. This is Brady. I'm here with Scott and today we're here to talk a little Packers. Um, Scott and I are going to try to do a recurring segment throughout the season. Uh, We're going to talk Packers injuries, but it's also just a way for us to kind of vent and uh, put our Packers takes out into the world, which is going to be fun. So uh, we'll start with the injury report every time um, and just see what's going on so that we can kind of remain in our scope a little bit, but ultimately we just want to have fun with this and uh, have fun talking Packers. So, uh, there was actually a lot of people on the injury report. Um, Too many that I'm not going to read them all off. So, we're just going to go, most of them played. um, A lot of them were listed as questionable, but uh, really, the two glaring omissions that didn't play in the game against the, the Bears, the 10-3 win against the Bears, uh, was Oren Burks um, and Darius Shepard to a lesser degree. Um, so Oren, Oren Burks was out um, with Peck uh, muscle tear, and uh, Scott's going to give us a little bit of information on uh, that injury.
1: Yeah, so uh, so I think early on in preseason, he uh, tore his pec, and there was some speculation that uh, he was going to have surgery. And uh, fortunately, uh, it turned out to be uh, less severe than what I think they thought initially, and so he didn't have to go surgery. So uh, basically now it's a, a soft tissue injury that just has to heal on its own accord. Um, how severely it was torn will impact, you know, how long it – uh, it'll take for him to get back. Uh, The stuff I've seen, though, is that they expect him back, you know, sooner rather than later, uh, which is good because they're a little thin at inside linebacker. Um, But I also just want to talk a little bit then also about if he had torn, you know, what the surgical procedure would be. Um, And so what they would do is they would, you know, um, in surgery, open up the, you know, um, the, do an incision, I guess you would say. <laughs> uh, do an incision to expose back where the tear was, and then um, the tendon attaches up into into your shoulder. So uh, they reflect back the muscles that were there, and then they they drill some holes into the bone, and then put in uh, what are called anchors into the to the bone, and these have some sutures coming off of them, and then they grab the where the tear, torn muscle was, and they pull that back and put it back down to where it would have originally been. Um, So the reason that's good that he didn't have to go through that procedure is he would have been out six months and obviously would be lost for the season. And so with it not being that severe and just uh, being able to heal on its own, he should be back much sooner, uh, which is good.
0: What I was reading up on was that um, he hurt it because he put it into hyperextension. Um, So it it must've got his Shoulder kind of caught back, his arm kind of pinched back behind him between a couple other players, something like that.
1: Yeah, potentially an arm tackle if the guy was going by and he was reaching out just to try to trip him up, and uh, that that's certainly something that could cause that type of injury. Yeah. Now those guys
0: are training, you know, all the time in the off season to prevent that kind of thing happening, and obviously they're lifting a lot of weights. Um, is there like is there anything you can do to increase like muscle pliability to kind of be resistant to that thing, or it's just there's some forces that are just gonna tear that thing off?
1: I suspect that. I mean, those professional athletes now are so well-conditioned and so well-trained in all the different areas from their flexibility to their strength, all that stuff is so um, so, uh, dialed in that, um, you know, again, it's just simple that, and I mean this in the nicest sense, that you have just freak athletes who are so big, so fast, and so strong um you know and they're, they produce so much force that if you get caught in the wrong position you know you you're going to have some kind of injury yeah and i mean we can we can only speculate
0: that i mean the nfl and professional sports teams purposely don't put out all of the specifics they try to be as vague as possible yeah um for the most part um other sports, you know, they would have only told us sometimes, you know, it's, it was an upper body injury, and, and that's as much as they would disclose, and we just have to speculate from there. Right. But um, it's unfortunate because we're so thin, like you said, at inside linebacker. Um, we just signed, what, Goodson from the from the Giants when he was released. Yep. Um, but, the, I mean, that middle linebacker, inside linebacker has always been an issue for, what, the past – since –
1: yeah, so, I mean, Blake Martinez, I think, is great. Yeah. Uh, it's just always been finding that second guy. Uh, um, who was the guy from Michigan that got hurt? Ryan? Was it Ryan? Yeah. Last season, he, yeah. Yeah, he got hurt, and I think he's with somebody else now. So, yeah, they they still have a lot of depth there, and there was speculation that, that if they re signed Clay Matthews that they were going to have him play middle linebacker. Um, so, yeah, it's been an issue, so they definitely need him back. I, I loved Clay Matthews, but – To be quite honest,
0: it was definitely time to move on. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know. It was just... It's just getting old. It's a young man's game. Yep. So um, the other guy uh, that I had mentioned was Darius Shepard. He's like the seventh receiver on the roster. Um, Got picked over Lazard um, during training camp. They both kind of were standouts, but um, they kept Shepard on the team. He's got a, a hamstring injury. I looked it up today. He's he wasn't practicing uh, today. is Tuesday. Tuesday, um, and doesn't look like he's going to be ready to go for Minnesota. Hamstrings can be tough.
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. From my own personal experience, yes, they can be. Um, so I so for the Packers, you know, probably not. You know, a guy that was a fringe player, probably a special teams guy, you know, that you hope to develop into a better wide receiver over time. And, yeah, just depending upon where the hamstring uh, strain is, you know, uh, higher up uh, near the insertion area tends to take a little bit longer. Um, So um, he'll probably be like all of us day to day. Yeah, I mean, you said
0: special teams, but take it for what it's worth. It's the, the online Packers depth chart. But he's listed as our second kick and punt returner. Yep. So you know he could be one of those guys that could provide a spark. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm torn With, on Trevor Davis. I yeah. mean, He's fast, but he he's made some costly mistakes over the last few years.
1: Yeah. He just he's just so skinny. And, and he's <laughs> just like he's and he's not, but just the word I would use is fragile. I don't think he is. He's very tough to play professional football, but he's just because he's so skinny. Yeah. I think uh, that he just that perception, anyways. Yep. Um. But they always have Tremont Martin or uh, uh, Tremont Williams, um, you know, to field punts and whatever. Yep. My favorite all time Packer ever. Really?
0: Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I want to do a, a short little thought exercise. Um, and I wanted to go over our top five Packers that, if they were injured, would throw our season off the rails a little bit. Um, so do you want to start at number five or do you want to start at number one? Because I think number one is – I don't, well, I, I, I think I know who you have. Right. But, that, that's uh, the obvious. Yeah, so the, the obvious – we'll start with number one. So right. I, I think number one for me, me and you are going to be Aaron Rodgers, right? Correct. Even though we have an improved defense. Defense looked really good against the Bears. Outstanding. Um, I would also argue, though, that – we're going to have to score more than ten points a lot of the a lot of the season.
1: I agree. I think they. I think the offense will get better, in my humble opinion. It's uh, just a new system, and obviously, I think it's um, you know watching some of the games this weekend. A lot of the commentators are, are you know making this point as well. Is just that none of the starters really play in the preseason anymore. Um, and because of that, you just don't have that sink uh, offensively in particular. So um, that, and coupled with, again, that it's a new offensive system for the Packers, I can't see it getting anything but better. I don't think it can get any worse than minus 12 <laughs> yards in the first quarter. That was rough. Yeah. Uh, but once they got into some rhythm and tempo, they, they looked much, much better. And I think they have to run the ball better, which, again, I, I think that will all come. Okay. All right. Well, give me your number two. So uh, my number two is the left tackle, David uh, Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. I can never say that. Um, (laughs) And only because he's uh, vital for protecting the most important player. So I think if, you know, um, I don't know how great our offensive line depth is at this point um, either. um, So... I think if he goes down, Rodgers is more apt to go down, and then the season may be over. That, that's uh, yeah. I mean, if
0: it's our the offense is built
1: for Aaron Rodgers, yeah,
0: and, and no other guy's gonna come right. in and come close right. to putting up what he's gonna put but up.
1: It's a quarterback-driven league, and so, and when you've got one of the best players, like they, there's always this um, criticism of the Packers that they don't have this great backup. Yeah. Well, there's always they're never going to have a great backup. Yeah. I mean, because if they're that great, they're on they're be a starter right on some other yeah. buddy's team. So, I mean, if Breeze went down, if Brady went down, if um, Philip Rivers went down, you know, if any of those elite, you know, uh, quarterbacks went down, there's such a huge drop off that.
0: I'd I'd also argue too, like where he he drives that. Not only does he drive the whole offense just because he's a quarterback, but I mean. You look at some of our other skilled positions. It's not like we're super deep. We, our, our Aaron Jones is a fine running back, but I think I don't know if you, if you put him on another team, is he you yeah. know their number one go-to? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, on a lot
0: of teams, I don't know if he is. Maybe they could trade for uh, former Badger Melvin Gordon. I I heard that thrown around. It would make sense bring him back to Wisconsin, but you know the Chargers don't want to give that guy you know an asset up for nothing just yeah. because they can't you know come to a contract. Would you trade him for a third rounder? Uh I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I- <laughs> That, that might be a little high. Cons- yeah. I mean, cons- just considering the value of running backs in today's yeah, league. right. Yeah. And, and I think don't get me wrong. I think our offense can still be good without it. You know, us having top players at every skill position. Yeah. I mean, Adams is a, a top receiver in the league, but I just think it drops off a little after that. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give my second now. So my second guy is actually someone you brought up earlier, and I actually think it's Blake Martinez. Wow. So I I don't, you know, he's not the most talented player on the Packers, I don't think. But I do think that if he went down, I'm not exactly sure where we're replacing him, who we're replacing him with. Yeah, him they're with. Thin. I agree. Um, it, and like you said, Oren Burks, um, it, but he's still unproven. You know, they expected him to make a big leap, but I, I wouldn't say that his year last year was definitely stand out in any way. And Ravon Green played, uh, who is a safety, um, but is a little big for a safety. He played a little bit at hybrid, yeah. a hybrid uh, middle linebacking position. But again, I don't think he's got the size necessarily to hold up there the whole season and really oh, be right. an integral
1: yeah. part of stopping the run. Yeah, so. Yeah, Owen Burks only played in 122 snaps. Oh wow. All last season. So. Right, so unproven, but.
0: Yeah, so I just think, I think Blake Martinez isn't our best player by any means, but i do I do think I don't think he's replaceable so yeah um, I agree. So what is your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, nose tackle Kenny Clark all right, so I actually had him
1: at number four, all right so
0: we're, we're in agreement here yeah he had a great game
1: against the bears so you know the perception or not the perception but the the thought is that, you know, that's the quarterback's least favorite place to have pressure come from is straight up into their face like that. So he's able to make a great push. He had that great play on the third and short play where he just blew by the guy made the tackle on third and short, so the Bears had to punt. Um, So um, as our offense gets going, um, the defense, I think, has to carry the, the load here a little bit and uh you know they always say again the 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 game is you know won and lost um mm-hmm. in the trenches so to speak classic classic uh football talk but it's true it's true so so
0: the you know there was a couple statistics that stood out to me so lowry was the other guy that shared the majority of the snaps um and he wasn't even nearly as effective he um so Clark had a half sack and five total tackles, and Lowry had no sacks and three tackles. Yeah. Um, and I think you know Dean Lowry is a fine guy, and I think he's really great at plugging up the holes there for the running game. But I think Kenny Clark has the ability to make plays. You know, he's he's going to force a lot more pressure, and like you said, you get it, get that pressure right in the quarterback's face, and especially the young quarterbacks that aren't yeah. good at moving in the pocket yet that can make a huge difference. So I, I agree with you there. I think if he goes down, we've got a couple guys that can be there. They're guys. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: right. So he's. Um, I think he has the ability or the, the potential of being a premier player. So yep.
0: Yep. So I kind of cheated with my third one, and I did the two Smiths. So it was Zedarius right. and Preston Smith. Um, the reason I put them at number three is – They made a huge difference. Um, I think they, you know, we pressured uh, so much more in the game against the Bears on the quarterback uh, compared to last season. Last season, it was brutal trying to, uh, that secondary had to cover for so long. And at some point, someone's going to get open if you can't get any pressure. And I think they make plays. And I think we have a little bit of depth of that position even if one of them were to go down but I think um if something were to happen to those guys at the same time or even one of them you've got Rashawn Gary who we've had conversations about uh in the clinic like he doesn't have he hasn't proven anything yet he didn't have any numbers in the preseason he you said he had played six snaps in the the Bears game um it would be a lot to put on that guy as a rookie who was kind of unproven. And uh, to be honest, didn't really have the numbers
1: to back up um, where he was drafted at Michigan. Yeah. I think they picked him, you know, uh, uh, on potential. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, he's just a rookie. So we're, yeah. We're... I
0: mean, he could grow into it. Yep. Um, it's just a lot of guys coming in the NFL. You want those, that those cheap stars essentially. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those first rounders on other teams are expected
1: to play and contribute yeah so all right what's your number four mine is preston smith so we, we just kind of flip-flop our third and fourth okay. there so yeah i agree with everything you said i think uh it was nice to see the packers out addressing some needs in free agency which um i actually like ted thompson i'm probably one of eight people in the state that do <laughs> uh maybe stayed a little too long because his last few drafts were, were were bad but when he came in You know, he kind of had this draft and develop mode, which I think was was good when you've got a bad team. When you're really good and you're close, just go get that one or two pieces that you're missing. And so um, I think that the Packers did that with the Smiths, as you said, and then um, the safety from Chicago. uh, Amos, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was good. It was good to see the Packers go out and get some people. And obviously after game one, of course, um, it looks like it's paid off.
0: It looks like it. I hope it continues. Um, so, like I said, my number four was Kenny Clark. So, why don't you give me your number five? Five was uh, Alexander, cornerback. I had the exact same guy at yeah, number five. Good. So, I yeah I I really liked him. His his in the year one, the, you know, the commentators on uh, NBC were talking about how he had a pretty good rookie season, but he made
1: some mistakes. Yeah. Um, he was hurt, and he got hurt. So both yeah. him and Kevin King really need to stay healthy. Yes. And if they can, and we're getting a little bit better pass rush uh, with the with the Smiths, um, you know your cornerbacks get a lot better when when the quarterback's got to get rid of the ball before he wants to. So I mean, I'm uh, I've got a f- top five prediction is what I told some people for the Packers defense this year, but I'm the ultimate homer. So. Well,
0: <laughs> but it. it it looks better than oh, than the past times. what 8 years yeah. you know since the yeah. super bowl season yeah right um really yeah. so um i mean 2 through 5 you know number 1 was aaron rodgers yeah. for me but the rest were defensive guys for me yeah um i just i looked at the the rest of our roster really and i think at our skilled positions i think some of our players are replacement level and i think um on the offensive line, we actually have some decent backups. You know, at guard, um they've got a backup in it's I think it's Elgin Elgin yeah. Jenkins.
1: Yep. Um out of Texas A&M, I believe.
0: Yeah. Who is who is fighting for Taylor for yeah, the, the left guard position in camp. Um so I think if one of our guards go out, we'll be yeah. okay. I think we've got a capable backup in light. I think, like I said, our skill position guys, I think, are are replaceable, except for maybe Adams. Um, And I just think that when we won the Super Bowl, we had a top 10 defense. And I think think if we can replace that, our offense can be good enough with Aaron Rodgers just being Aaron Rodgers to get us to where we want to go.
1: I always felt like uh, when the, the Packers' offense was so good, like just almost the opposite of that, right? So our defense just needed to be average because yeah. our offense was so good that they would yeah. outscore. But, you know, they, they just couldn't be 30th or 31st. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I, well, we'll see. I mean, again, um, yeah, they look a lot better. So
0: we wanted to do a little uh, – our last segment, we wanted to do a little hot take segment. <laughs> So yes. you had a hot take that you wanted to share with everybody. Yes. So let's have it. Yes.
1: My hot take uh, week one is that Darnell Savage, safety, first round pick out of Maryland, uh, is going to be a first team, all, first team all rookie, and potentially rookie of the year on the defensive side of the ball. All right. He
0: he had a first good game, he played almost all the snaps. Yeah, he's um, just
1: flying all over the place. They look great. He's a steal, you know, where Maybe. we got him. Yeah.
0: So we'll see. Um I don't know if I have a good hot take for this week. All right. But uh I'll have to I'll have to come up with a, a good one. <laughs> um I don't know any anything else. No, I, I mean we play the Minnesota Vikings this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, it's a big, it's another big game. I mean, obviously, yeah. Division if you can start off
1: big. this two uh, and in the division, um, I mean, I think we're home for the next we, five or six. Five games. of the six games, I think, are yeah. at home. They did. They have a tough start of their schedule. I mean, they play um, the Vikings, and then I think on Thursday night again they play right away, maybe against uh, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So you're playing three you know, play, playoff caliber teams, all who have really good defenses. Yep. So hopefully we're able to get into some rhythm on offense um, at I, home.
0: It's I think it's going to be so important for us to get out to a lead. Um, Kirk Cousins playing with a lead – can hand the ball off a lot yeah. and cover up a lot of his deficiencies. They look, He's been terrible playing from behind. They, I mean, yeah. Let's just force him to pass as much right. as possible.
1: They look good. Uh, the Vikings, I watched a little on Sunday. They looked uh, very good against the Falcons. They Cook, ran the ball pretty well. Cook and then, ran all, yeah, all over yeah, the Falcons so. in the first half, especially. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I. I think it's gonna. Hopefully, it's an exciting season. We won the first game last year, and it didn't go right. well. But I think our dif- our defense gives oh, a, lot a lot more better. promise.
1: Yep, I agree. And the offense will get they'll get
0: it. They're, yep, you know. So. All right. Well, are we good for today? That's all I've got, Brady. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you next time on our little Packers segment. We got to find a good name for it. Yeah. Um. And we'll. Uh, go pack. Go pack. Go. This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing one-on-one comprehensive physical and occupational therapy services, including women's health, chronic pain treatment, TMJ, and more. With four locations in Fox Point, Grafton,
1: Brookfield, and McGuanagoe, Wisconsin. More information at freedompt.com.